0: Welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Porch Podcast. Uh, As always, joined by myself, Connor, and my good friend and co host, Will. Yo, yo. Tonight's first episode of 2023. Congratulations, everybody, for making it another year. We're back. (laughs) Haven't had had a good year since
1: 2018. You guys think (laughs) it's going to change now? (laughs) Got
0: something coming. Best you can do is just prepare. Yeah. Get ready. Doom is impending and the end is near. It becomes nearer
1: and nearer every year. <laughs> Make some type of enclosure like uh, like the Cloverfield Lane guy has. Yep, need that. <laughs> uh, so how was your New Year's Eve, Will? Um, it was pretty fun. Uh, I just hit like a obnoxious party, like mm-hmm. got the ticket going and everything. They, it was one of those things, though, dude, where they, it was, like, a, like open bar, but then it was, like, they were, like, I can give you two seltzers, and I was, like, this isn't what right. I was. <laughs> yeah, that's generally how it goes. And then by the end of the night, was like,
0: pretty... yeah,
1: I was yeah. so tired, I was just ordering, like, straight Red Bulls, and they were, like, you don't want that mixed <laughs> with anything, and I was, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, sorry bro. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like it, so, yeah, sometimes it just needs to happen. I was um the open bar where I was at was actually nice. Like they um they were serving like mid shelf liquor, uh Tito's in the vodka drinks. Nice. Bacardi in the rum drinks, which is which is pretty nice. And they were giving out like high noons and stuff. So and normally when I've been at open bars, like they don't let you order shots. But these guys were doing it. So that was that was pretty chill. Like, yeah. Uh, I was hitting the tequila sodas. Been on a health kick. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I did the same thing. We, me and my buddies got a ticket t- to this club downtown in Syracuse for New Year's It was pretty fun. I was interested, like, one thing that's, like, it's a club that I've been to a lot. And it's more just, like, younger crowd as you know, clubs are supposed to be, but uh, one thing that I found interesting, as soon as we walked in, is, like, the the crowd there was old, like, there were a yeah. lot of, like, old people,
1: <laughs> like... They start finding their way in there, like, 10 p.m., everyone's got the ties on, like, it's, like, young people looking nice, like, you get past... 1 a.m., there's a dude in, like, a Sabers hoodie, like, getting down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like getting how, do, down. how did you get in here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude walked in out the back alley. He was smoking some <laughs> Yeah. With the kitchen staff.
1: Some bad girl's dad, like, get bad. away from me. <laughs> <This> guy, <laughs> He's like, go no Bills. <laughs> this guy is so weird <laughs> and old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the most part, they were well-behaved. There was this one guy that was dressed like he was in The Godfather, like, totally... Just you know, Ginzo Italianed out. Have this chain over his like. With, what do they? What do they have? They have like the horns. Like uh, I don't even know what that. Like the squiggly thing that yeah. Italian people wear. <laughs> and um, so he was there, like being a bro to my buddy. Like we took a drink with him, whatever. And then. He was so chill, like, such a chill guy, complimented my outfit and everything, like, was asking me where I got my suit tailored, and I, saw, I loved that, like, I felt yeah. like James Bond last night. But, um, later in the night, like, hours progress, and I'm walking by, and I see him at the bar with the woman that I'm presuming it is, is his wife, and he's like... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he's just in her ear, like, are you really gonna order another drink? How much did you plan on drinking tonight? Like, <laughs> like just the <laughs> most disrespectful, judgy thing I've heard in a minute.
1: <laughs> like he's, his, like, counting his wife's la- laid
0: out on his bed the day before, like... <laughs> he was so ready for the... Yeah. I don't want to say the name of the club, but for the Syracuse New Year's Eve party. I
1: had an insane... Yeah, so, Or, yeah, wait, get into uh, the sto- your story first, and then on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll just do... I can do, like, a little bit of a play-by-play on okay. the night, because cause it was... It was, I mean, I'll be honest, it was fun. Definitely one of my more memorable New Year's Eves. And New Year's Eve is, like, you know, it's, like, it's one of my favorite holidays. I love, I love, like, the new year. I love the, like, the traditions and stuff. Like, I always, one thing for me is I always think it's, like, pretty important to get, like, a kiss on New Year's. Like, that's one thing I'm super superstitious about. No, yeah. So, we're at, we're at this club with my friends, and, and, uh. You're Towards like yo, I'm I'm hella superstitious. <laughs> please. please. <laughs> Towards the end of the night, I thought it was funny. Um, that's that like that was on my mind for sure. Like I was definitely interested in, in finding my New Year's Eve kiss in Syracuse, New York. And so I was ta- <laughs> so I was talking to this girl that I found to be very attractive, and I was sitting at a table with her. And we were talking about that, and, like, obviously, like, that was her plan as well. She was, like, also, she was, like, but of course I'll be your New Year's Eve kiss, but you're gonna have to do something weird for me. And I'm, like, "What?" I'm, like, okay, yeah. (laughs) He's, like, (laughs) I need you to kill my (laughs) (laughs) ex-husband. I guess there's this tradition, um, in, like, Spain and, like, European countries where, They'll eat twelve grapes under the table for good luck. Have you ever heard of that? No. Yeah. Wait, so I guess get, like a... under they go under the table. <laughs> yeah, like go under the <laughs> table and eat grapes. <laughs> so she pulls insane. out a box of grapes and she's like, "You're gonna have to eat twelve grapes with me under the table, and you have to do it within sixty seconds." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, "Yeah, of course." Oh, <laughs> and to be honest, like I didn't tell her that, but I would I was prepared to get a lot weirder than she was. <laughs> yeah. Gonna... <laughs> So, um, so like ball drops, we kiss and we shoot under the table and I'm just mouthing these grapes. (laughs) I crushed 12 grapes and then she ate them and I look and there's a table across the bar with us and there's these two chicks under the table crushing grapes also. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a real thing, I guess. Like I wasn't the only one. So in terms of like superstition and good luck, I'm, I'm coming into 2023 confidence. I'm I'm feeling good. (laughs) So that was a great night at that club, and then the night took somewhat of a dark turn. So, as to me, nights
1: tend to do in Western <laughs> New York or Central New York, generally happens. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, nobody so goes home. You know, no one's yeah. going. You if, when you have a great night in this, in one of these cities, bro, in this area of the country, like, you don't call it and say, this was a great night, let's call mm-hmm. it, like, you go until <laughs> like, something bad happens, and you're grabbing your friend, you're like, yo, we gotta fucking go now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's never like, well, that was fun, let's go home and watch a movie, or get a good yeah. night's sleep. Never. It's always like, let's stay out until something that forces us home happens. <laughs> let's really, let's really take a risk <laughs> again. Right. So, yeah. So I'm walking, we're doing a bit of bar hopping. Me, my good friend that I live with, the girl that I met and her friends. So there's a group of like five of us walking from this bar to the next bar. It's like, it's a quick walk. It's like one intersection, one block away. Um, this should have been my first red flag. As soon as we get in line, there's a guy basically bleeding out on the curb, like from his face. Like he's gotten <laughs> smoked. He got smoked in the face and he's got blood all over his nice shirt and stuff. Oh, and shit. It's just a, a mess. He's sitting there and those girls were like nurses. So they wanted to, you know, save the day, do some first aid. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> don't touch the blood. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was fine. I don't know what happened there. Some sort of scuffle or whatever. And then um, that girl left her phone at the other bar. So I I left for a little bit. I walked her back to get her phone. And then we went back to this other club. Met up with my buddies inside. And these two dudes that we had met earlier in the night. Because we just had mutual friends. And um, so we're chilling. Like it's a good time. One of those girls ended up making friends with some guys that were in like the VIP section of the club and kind of just brought myself and my friend up, up in nice. there with them. So I was chilling up in there. It's a good time. Big move. I was, yeah. I mean, like I was, I was drinking, but I was pretty sober. Like I, I, I didn't, re- I lately, like, I feel like post-graduation, you probably feel the same way. Like I don't really have that need to like go out and not remember the night as much. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like in control of my faculties. just, just chilling, really just having conversations. And, uh, so we're up there, we're dancing. I'm sitting on the couch, just talking to this girl with my back turned to like the rest of the club, not really paying attention to what's going on. And all of a sudden, there's yelling and there's this huge sound of crashing glass. And I turn, and I see my body just getting up, like he's getting up off the ground. And I went like, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "Fuck, bro!" Do music, a down. It's rip, like, rip yeah. and tear well, just... starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like. Uh, like, a murder attempt or something. I have no idea what was happening. Because I was I joined the situation late. And then there's these two dudes that are really going at it, like, like, grappling. And one of them stands up, picks the guy, and kind of, like, dude, like, over his shoulder, full-on judo toss, <laughs> suplexes the guy, onto the glass table that has, like, the drinks. And the drinks are in this nice, like, crystal bowl thing that's full of ice and it's got like champagne bottles and whatever they were like tequila bottles and and like cans all around it and stuff this guy goes direct hit boom on top of it that's glass like... <laughs> everywhere that's bro. like the a Just stunt
1: like it's like oh a movie God. like a movie planned <laughs> out fight scene <laughs> yeah no literally it was it was crazy like the manager glass... watching he's like well he's like a fight isn't that bad
0: as long as they don't go through the uh they went <laughs> yeah yeah. They went through the table. So we're, I'm like, we got to go. I'm like, we got to get the fuck out of here right now. So those guys are fighting total strangers to me. And I grabbed my buddy and those girls are with us. And then we're going and I've got the Uber on speed dial. Like the Uber is on right. the way there before yeah. that guy hit the table. And uh, <laughs> so we're out, we're walking out and I learned that what had happened was these two guys got into a fight and my buddy who was not involved in the situation at all was just standing up against the wall some guy saw the fight happen and thought he was in some sort of like wild west saloon and just decided to <laughs> sucker punch my friend for no reason just picked Jesus. him out of the crowd he's like just decided to hit him in the face and then ran away so, so like i
1: dude what kind I of really, behavior is that?
0: yeah i got nothing to say like i I don't even know. Disgusting. I mean disgusting. I got I got two theories on the situation. One of them brings back kind of what we were talking about in, in our last episode about how people will go out and their intention is to just start a fight and, and cause problems. And it's like you just you just gotta always be prepared for that. Because what happened to my friend is not his fault in any way. And it's it's not a situation that you can like really even defend yourself in. It's just like kind of a lesson in in just being prepared I mean I I guess it's crazy that that happened but also you just you just can't trust people anymore man like straight up and, and yeah I like... guess it's like you can't I don't I don't even know like you you've had this theory for a while too where it's like when you go out and you're dressed nice you're kind of like yeah. an enemy of people like they don't like it yeah well I mean <laughs> The one, this the suit is pretty bad.
1: A uh, tux is worse than that. But the this V neck tied over the button down shirt, like I've never worn that out and not had someone try and start an altercation. Not once have I worn it and had that not happen.
0: So <laughs> they don't like it. They it's don't. Like, they don't like it. Right. People don't like that. Right. So we're out. We're getting out. We're getting in the Uber and police department comes in in force and drags those guys out. (laughs) They're like, all (laughs) right. Like, plate carrier, Yeah. (laughs) Like, running in. (laughs) in. here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, yeah. I mean, that was where my night ended. And and thankfully, like, thank God, my buddy was fine. He really didn't get hit that hard. He's he's, he's okay. But, like, stuff like that can just turn in an instant. And that really could have not been chill, you know? Like, that... For what happened, that's kind of like best case scenario. Like everybody got home and it was whatever, but I don't even know, man. <laughs> and for that dude, it's like,
1: just control. Like, was he even involved in it? Like, I don't know. I think like... he just, he let the moment <laughs> take control of him. And yeah. It's, just, yeah like, right. it's like, dude, it's just, what the fuck? <laughs> just don't do that. <laughs> Probably exactly what you said. He literally just thought that it was like. Right, he had never been and seen a bar fight, and was like, "Oh, so I guess we all just do it, like in Star yeah. Wars, like in the canteen." Right, <laughs> right. It's like, dude, <laughs> and, literally... dude, in a tuxedo, tall Boom. dude, but just <laughs> assault him. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible.
0: Yeah, bro. It's kind of just like you. It's not even a situation where it's like you want to be a tough guy. Like, oh, like fuck that dude. Let's find him. It's like. Just makes you scared about yeah. strangers. Bad guys like, everywhere. Bad guys are everywhere. Daddy. I wish I I wish it wasn't like that, but you just yeah. gotta be on your toes, I guess. Like and it's I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's just a terrible situation. I don't even know. Well,
1: I have um, a pretty funny story that I've been saving to tell in here from the beginning of the week. Nice. So we, on this podcast, we talk a lot about um, heroism and acts of like heroics and stuff. Um, and this was probably one of the most impressive acts of heroism I've ever witnessed in real life. So, on um, at so by Monday, like last Monday, the blizzard here had kind of like been dying down. Um, but it was still like crazy, like the city, like driving vans and everything but I had to to go into work. So I like get in my car and I'm driving to work. And I I was thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder if there's radio stations that are like playing or like what it, or if I, if you turn the radio, like what would be on? Mm -hmm. Um, So like in movies, like in zombie movies, it's usually like just the emergency alert thing. So I, (laughs) I go to this one radio station and the guy on there is talking about, so this is Monday morning and he's like, Hey, everybody's like, it's like so and so at the radio station. He's like, I actually spent the night here <laughs> last <laughs> last night. He's like, he's like, so I'm waking up. He's like, I'm I don't I'm kind of snowed in, but like I'm keeping a positive mindset and we're going to like keep this going. <laughs> so the morning starts off when I'm going to the gym, like early in the morning, like 5 a.m., like pretty positive. So I go to the gym, like kind of forget about it. And then I'm go at lunch at work when I'm driving. I turn it back on again. Same guy. Mm-hmm. And now the tone of his voice has shifted a little bit. Like the insanity is kind of starting to creep in. And he's like, hey, he's like, I am I think I'm going to mix up some different stuff. And then he was like, you know what the best part about about being here is? He's like, nobody else is here. He's like, My, "And I swear this is going to sound like I'm lying. But this was on the radio, like on a broadcast. He's like my boss yeah. is in here so he's like if i want to get a little high he's like i think i'm gonna get kind of high <laughs> so, <laughs> on the radio i swear to god i just feel like <clears throat> like fat ass <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm like damn and then a few seconds go go by like absolute silence and then another one just like <laughs> like, crazy. Like he was just on, probably awesome. a hot box in the studio. And then he had yeah, another so one. Funny. And then, yeah. And then dude, he started like just going on this rant. He's like, I don't know if I'm gonna get out of here. He's like, but fuck it. He's like, I love you guys so much. <laughs> and then I go back to work and I'm like, that was kind of crazy. And then when I'm leaving from work, I go right back to it. Like I gotta see what's going yeah. on. And this, you know the song, More Than Machines, where it's like, we are more than machines. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an old <laughs> yeah. song. So that's playing, which first of all, insane song. <laughs> <laughs> to be on the radio. Like it's like... like right, right, right. Right. And the song ends and he's just singing it like into the mic like after it's over like like and so it's just this guy's voice and he's like we are more than machines we know because we (laughs) feel (laughs) he's just like he's like he's like everything's wrong oh my god mental breakdown and then the song that he put on after that was um i don't know if it's by like panic at the disco but it's like i'm not okay have you ever heard that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not okay. And that one, <laughs> while it was playing, he's just singing along with the song. So it's a song <laughs> the song. And I'm his reading. voice just... and just bong hits oh, going oh, off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> complete society. Wow. So Brilliant. whoever that guy is, to like... hero. It was, yeah, might have been awesome. his final broadcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, think, think <laughs> about it yeah, about about like radio viewership. There's gonna be so there's no one that's like our age that's listening to the radio. Like you just happen to turn that shit on and, and right. catch that, but the other people that do actually listen to the radio and are like <laughs> like avid followers of that station are not gonna be chill with that behavior for the most part. So, so you gotta think, I wonder like, if he
1: got fired or like. But I was like, what. <laughs> It sounded like the broadcast of, like, when Tony Stark is in space in that Avengers movie and he thinks he's going to yeah. die. Like, it was a manifesto of a man's, like, final stand.
0: Right. Well, it's like like, and you think One that's, last broadcast. You think that's, that's crazy, but... Oh, I, I don't even think that you mentioned, just for, like, people who don't... Will is in Buffalo, New York, right now, and they just sustained yeah. an insane snowstorm that honestly ended in... A surprisingly large number of casualties. It's fucked. Yeah, yeah. We were just at the Sabers. Me and Will were just at the Sabers game. They they gave like a moment of silence for the people that lost their lives. It's that's such a tragedy too. Um, I was on uh, like Twitter the other day and like acts of heroism. So there was uh, a story that came out of that storm where, so. So for those who aren't familiar with the situation, it was basically like Hoth. Like, the highway's froze yeah. over, there's no drive-in, everybody's stuck, and you, you basically got to make a decision whether you're going to leave your car and try to find some shelter in, like, God knows where, or or stay in your car and just hold out for, like, in the hopes of rescue. It's an insane situation, and it's a sane insane decision to have to face, but um, there was one story where this guy... Was in that situation. He was in his car, and basically, what he did was I mean, he he decided that he needed to go and find shelter. So he went and he knocked on fifteen doors, and not one person let him in. And um, you know, like there, I think that there's stuff to be said f- for that. I think the situation that you're in is is entirely dependent on the way that you're going to act in that in that in that um, scenario. Like, right now, uh, I mean, I'm 23 years old. I live with two of my buddies that are my age. Some random dude knocks on the door. Like, we're going to let him in. It's whatever. Like, we, might, we right. might, like, pat for a skim at the door. But, but if, I, if I'm alone and I've got a wife and small children, I'm probably not going to let a stranger yeah. into my house. Especially we- with just how the world is today. And uh, so he knocks on these doors. He doesn't get in. He basically, he finds a school and he breaks a window. And he crawls in, he gets his warmth, he gets his shelter, he gets some supplies. And then he decides to go back out into the storm. And he saves, like, I think I, I heard, like, 20 different people. He took them out of their cars and brought them to shelter. Like, that guy's a hero. Damn. And they were trying to find out who he was and stuff. Because it was just, like, word-of-mouth <clears throat> stories. Like, yeah, this, this guy did this. and then, But, like, he probably doesn't even want recognition. He was probably just honestly just acting in his own right like yeah man
1: sometimes I'm like what what am I doing here (laughs) like it's like the weather is so insane like I just forget about it and then it's like oh crazy I got it's just the snow just is just gonna
0: you know risk your life It's crazy but well I think it's so easy for us to live in in such a disconnected state from like the environment around us and then sometimes yeah. you hear stories like that, and you're just like, it really is very easy for you to be tossed into a life-or-death situation in, with circumstances that are entirely out of your control. I was watching, like, an episode of River Monsters, and they were ta- they were in, like, this... Tribe like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jeremy! What's his last name? Um, Wade. Jeremy, Jeremy Wade. Wade. What a yeah. fucking legend. Right. Yeah, that guy's a hero. <laughs> and so they're talking about... Um, how some insane statistic like 50 percent of the town had lost their fathers and husbands to tigers (sighs) like these guys are going out hunting gathering and they get killed by a tiger dude do you You ever see see the episode where
1: he like there's like a fish that's just been killing all these people in this village like it's a legitimate river monster (laughs) And he, like, kills it. And at the end of the episode, it's him, like, pulling this, like, crazy – the type of thing where if I even saw a picture of that and you told me it was in a river, I'm just not even going to go. I'd be like, all right, I'm out. But <laughs> I'll go to, like – I'll go to vacation in Finland. I don't I don't need – like, this thing yeah. looks like a, just a disturbing ancient <laughs> creature. But he, like, right. pulls it out of the water. I... And at the end, like, all the people in the, like tr- – tribe or the town or whatever like yeah (laughs) and they're like yeah they have it like over their heads like (laughs) like cutting its head off and stuff and he's like it feels good
0: (laughs) definitely feels good my favorite thing is like lately people have been splicing all of his clips into like scenarios where they're talking about uh like like going out and partying and (laughs) like hooking up chicks and stuff (laughs) (laughs) It'll be like when, like when you've got to distract the chubby friend when your friend talks to the 10 out of 10. He's like, <laughs> he's he's like, like
1: I'm making a, a diversion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm setting up a diversion.
0: His serious ass voice yeah. like put on these nonsense scenarios is so funny. That's terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another funny story. So... I go. Um, <clears throat> this was. I just I have a list. This, I guess, will be the episode today. But <laughs> yeah. So I go to the mall today because um, apparently, like, we had to drive like thirty minutes to get like soap and candles <laughs> from Bath and Body Works. So that was worth me. Literally, like, risking everything, especially after the night last night. So I'm, like, just looking around like an (laughs) insane person. Immediately, I knew the vibe was bad because we go into the mall through Macy's. (laughs) And this couple in front of us is walking through Macy's. And this girl just has her hand, like, down the dude's pants, like, in the middle of the store, like, just grabbing his ass, like, and I'm just like, what? This is so gross. Like, dude, everything, they're like, there's no decency anywhere. No, anywhere. Like, I was it's gone. Like, it's... it's all gone. And then, I, I, I don't know, I ate like some frozen yogurt that was a terrible idea so now i'm just feeling like the stuff i've ingested <laughs> bro, like <Right>. cheesecake <laughs> bites like and stuff oh boy so i'm just like shaking and then we i get to a bath and body works or whatever immediately step in there and i take a whiff of like the smell of that place and i'm just like, like yeah. i'm like i'm Aww. gonna boo so <laughs> so yeah. i walk to like a sketchy ass um mall bathroom and i i'm like thinking I'm going to, like, throw up. So I'm, like, in the stall, like, getting, like, ready, like, dry heaving. (laughs) (laughs) And I hear outside the stall this mom and this kid. She's, like, the mom is, like, just go in the men's bathroom. He's like, And this little kid is, like, I don't want to go in there. Like, I want to go in the women's bathroom. She's, like, you're too old to go in the women's bathroom. I'll stand outside. Just go in there. So I hear this. I see this kid walk in. I'm, like, Jesus Christ, because I don't want to go out now and I can't right. be, like, on my, like, bend over, because you can see me on the <laughs> stall, like, throwing You're
0: going to so, ruin the men's bathroom experience for that kid for life. Yeah,
1: so I was, right, so I'm just standing there, and the mom <laughs> is, like, outside at first, and I'm so I'm just standing, right. and I'm just, like, I'm just going to be silent and get this over with. And yep. <laughs> so this kid, I see this kid go into the stall next to me, probably a little kid, and just starts, like, peeing all over, <laughs> all over the floor like he's like he's like singing a song or something he's like, Woo! like just oh. piecing this shit up, and then, and then he, he's like in there and then he's like oh all right i'm all done and the, the mom's like did you flush and he's like no and she's <laughs> and she's like flush the toilet and he's like no i don't need to and she's like Yes, you do. She's like, <laughs> she's like, "Do it right now," and he, and then he starts crying. He's like, "I'm not gonna do it. Like, you can't make me do it." And she, so then the mom walks in. So I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm just standing here like crazy. She has to, right. and, well, she like t- talks the kid. She's like, she's like, "I'm not gonna do it for you. Like, you have to flush the toilet." And he's like, "I don't have to. There's water in there." And she's like, "There always is." <laughs> <laughs> So after that, they walked out, so I just had to listen to that whole ordeal, but just uh, just was pretty shook up driving home from the Bath and Body Works, but... Yeah, man. <laughs> just a terrible day. <laughs> terrible way
0: to start 2023. Oh, it's so funny. Just people's behavior in public. Sometimes you, you gotta just tune it out, I feel like. Like, if I'm walking through the store and I paid close attention to the conversations that just happened around me or the way that people acted around me, <laughs> you, you, you start to, like, come up with a kind of a, I don't know, a pretty dark p- picture painting in your head about what society really it is. It says a lot about society. A mall says a lot about society.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Bath and body works. Yeah. <clears throat> Terrible. Crazy, bro. I mean, it's like so, that's 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 a good thing, and it's a bad thing. Sometimes, if yeah. I ever feel bad about my physique, I'll take a stroll through a Walmart, right? <laughs> uh, or take a trip up to Enchanted Forest to Water Safari,
1: yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> how did I end up in that place? How did I end up hiding in a stall, <laughs> like... right? <laughs> Next to this kid, <laughs> pissing all over the floor
0: <laughs> like, on a Sunday afternoon—like, uh, just terrible. Every every decision that you have ever made in your entire right. life has culminated to that moment. <laughs> just pure, just fear. You should have hit him with a sneak. You need to flush, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I wonder what the mom would.
1: <laughs> because I was thinking, I almost yelled. Because because the mom is standing in the bathroom for five minutes while I'm waiting yeah. to get out of there, and she's like, "I'm not going to do it for you," and I'm like, "Just fucking do it! Just do it for the kid."
0: We <laughs> <Like, laughs> clearly hit her with that. Hit her with that. Don't worry, I'll make sure he flushes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or or it's like, just walk out, bro. No one else like. Like, no one's gonna know. Just take your get out. Right. It's already a disgusting place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, you're in the, bed, bathroom, burp, whatever the fuck. Vile. <laughs> I um I really enjoyed that Sabres game we went to. Dude, Buffalo is, is say what you will about Central New York, that strip, the Syracuse, Rochester, and Buffalo. I think uh, Rochester and Buffalo are Excellent home team places like
2: yeah, <laughs> Rochester, Amherst
0: sure. games, <clears throat> Buffalo Sabers, Bills. Like you, it's 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 almost like a nationalistic type of pride in your sporting,
1: which is dude, great. Somebody stood up at that game and walked out of there silent as fuck with like 300k from a 50 50 raffle,
0: yeah. which is nuts. Yeah,
1: like some <laughs> some dude looked at his phone and he's like, I gotta go, and his friend's like, Where are you going? He's like, I just like. Gonna go Man, get a I'm, water. I'm sick. <laughs> right, <laughs> need to like, use the bathroom. That's insane. I don't even know what you'd do.
0: Life-changing you do. Life changing. Can't tell anyone about that. Yeah. No, bro. I don't know. I probably wouldn't tell anybody. My friends would probably get a fat Venmo. Or or you or
1: you just get those Tampa plane tickets right there, and you have the best weekend ever. But <laughs> For, forget <laughs> probably you probably ever l- won it, and you weekend. just go back to work on Monday. It never happened. <laughs>
0: Break even. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd show up to work on Monday covered in a lot of ink if I did that. Yeah. Some neck tattoos. Maybe three quarters of my face would be green. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like, what does lizard king class of 64 mean? you're like, I, I don't
0: know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Pretty sick. It has a very deep and personal meaning to me, and I, I just don't feel comfortable exchanging, <laughs> disclosing that information to a coworker. <laughs>
1: i don't know why i think yeah, that's it. so funny but i think getting tattoos of classes that we obviously were not in like class of 86 <laughs> they were like what you guys are not that old <laughs> <laughs> no nah, it's just like that was a good year you know yeah wasn't it a good year <laughs> like i don't know i'm 30 <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't there either man yeah yeah <laughs> So I've been listening to this audiobook. book, um, and it's so it's called uh, what is it called? It's like how it's basically I think it's called How to Influence People by uh, Dale mm. Carnegie, and that's like I know, the, I know the, book. the first book. Yeah, I don't know if you've read it of that basically started that whole genre of like not like kind of like business self improvement. Like it started the whole Jordan Belfort, like Gary Vanderchuk thing where people write books on like how to behave and be more influential charismatic or whatever but it's kind of like a crazy book like because of the time that he wrote it and it's super not like some of the things he was saying (laughs) so like one thing i was cracking up about is literally a quote from the book he was like a good way to get people to like you is to play into their insanity he's like actually it's like a statistic came out that 50 percent of americans are clinically insane he's like but which is crazy stat to pull out he's like half of the country is nuts and he's like but most of these people like don't have anything physically wrong with their brain they just do it for attention
0: (laughs) (laughs) so funny (laughs) one thing that i think is interesting and I'll, like, I like I like to read and I like those those self-help books and stuff but a lot of times like I'll see these books become extremely popular and I'll see it in dudes around me where I I guess a good example is like what, what was that big one that everybody was reading for a while it was like the 48 laws of power or whatever bullshit like yeah <clears throat> so it was written in like I don't know. The way that I feel about stuff like that is it's pretty pretentious. There's this book, The Laws of Power. I don't I think it's The Laws of Power. I don't know what the exact number is, but this guy basically sat down and he wrote it in like the sent like the style of like meditations. And it's like great advice for life, but the key to taking that stuff to heart and taking it into mind and actually employing it into society is you need to be subtle about it because sometimes in my interactions with dudes that I'm friends with or, or even like acquaintances with they'll say some things that it's like almost word for word out of a popular influential book like no that. And it, it's it like, is word for word it's like I know I watched right. that video like <laughs> yeah it's like I, I know, know what you're talking about man like right. I know where <laughs> that came from and it's not your own thoughts like right. none of that none of what you're saying right now is original and I never want to blow it up. Like, I don't want to hit them with, like, a good will hunting or anything. But it just, like, it's automatically just a little bit of, like, respect lost because it's, like, I, yeah, bro, I do the same thing as you. It's, like, I'll sit down and I'll read a book or I'll sit down and I'll scroll through the social media and we all consume the same content. Right. So when you, when you sit down and you relay something that you read or something that you watched and it's exact, it's, like, I don't know, bro. It's it's almost like you're outing yourself to everybody in the room that has also consumed the same content as, as like, it's not your original thought, and you liked it so much that you wanted to be kind of pretentious and, like, make, make it seem like it was something that you came well, I up get, with. I guess what was interesting to me about that
1: book is <clears throat> you kind of think that that whole thing of just these guys just literally just citing nonsense in... These, like, very academic books, like, 50% of Americans are insane. <laughs> like, that's right. just a straight-up nuts stat to throw in there. But that was written, like, in the early 70s. So it's not a new thing. This kind of thing has been going on forever. Like, back to the Roman Empire, like, Greek philosophers, is people just making up stuff and saying it, and then that's the that's what you're supposed to right. do. <laughs> That's what
0: you're supposed to do. That's, 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 that's the key to success is to listen right. to what Marcus Aurelius had to say. And in a sense, that is true because, you know, like the way to emulate success is to copy the actions of successful men. But you shouldn't let the world around you know that that's what you're doing. You know, like the key is to right. yep. take, take their opinions and formulate it into your own based on your own, you know, your own life experience don't take somebody else's life experience and try to, like, act like it's your own, which I think people do. And also understand, like, the people writing
1: those, like, it would be like us writing a book. Like, they're no different. Like, like, that, there's no higher, like, level of thinking that these people were on that they
0: came to these conclusions. <laughs> Never. You, you got to think critically about every, every single person that's in society at your level, at above your level, in your station and above your station of life. There's no decision that the president of the United States is making that he arrived on. <clears throat> of course he has more console, but he's just another man, the same as you. Like right. I th- I think that people give this like imaginary level of respect to people that don't truly deserve it because they see them more often or or because they have a like a higher following. And a lot of times it is earned for sure. But he's just a guy, same as you and me, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, like I like to read. I, I, I like to read fiction, but lately I have made it a point to mix in a little bit of nonfiction and a little bit of like you know that, that kind of like philosophical reading. One book that I, I just read a couple weeks ago, um, I read The Lucifer Effect by this guy Philip Zimbardo, and it's like. That, that shit kind of fucked with my head a little bit. So, like, the basic premise of that book is the guy has taken a lot of different, like, instances and situations in society that kind of show the dark side of the human psyche. And he's, like, interspersed it with, like, photographs of the events. Like, one thing that he talks about at length is is, like, the tortures and stuff that went on with the prisoners at Guantanamo Bay and, like, what they were doing to, like, extract yeah. information out of people. And it's just, like... Like bro, yeah, yeah. People have really sank to, to to like the depths of, of of the darkest things that you can do to other people for personal gain, and I don't know. I guess one thing that stuck with me reading all these stories about stuff like that is it's just like it's too easy. It's too easy to be a bad person. <laughs> it's 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 much harder to make decisions that benefit society and that benefit people that aren't yourself and your own family, you
1: know? Right. That, that actually ties into another thing that I read in that book. Um, the one interesting, um, part of it is he was talking about, uh, like Abe Lincoln. Cause I guess the guy who wrote that book had written an autobiography on something. Mm-hmm. And we always think of Abe Lincoln as like this honest, like really good guy, like honest Abe. But apparently, like when he was younger, he was like a complete menace. And the story that changed him into being a super like honest dude is basically he was in this beef with this um, other politician from wherever he was from in the Midwest or whatever. And he would write these like scathing letters about this guy, like just about his like family and like made up stuff to like. Basically, like slander him and just leave him around town, or like send them into newspapers. Who would print them, and eventually, this guy like got completely fed up with it, and found out that it was Abe Lincoln that was doing it, and he challenged him to a duel. So, what they were gonna do is take like cavalry swords and go out in waist deep water on like a sandbank and fight to the death in front of the whole town. Which is, that's also something you don't think about in history. Like that just happened. Like, yeah, like that was like, he was going to settle that by like everyone was going to watch. And these two guys were going to wade out in the water and just kill each other with cavalry swords. And then I guess this guy was a way better swordsman than Abe Lincoln. So he kind of had to like step down and like pussied out of it. And then from that point on, he was always like the good guy that we all know him as, but it's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Cause like there's no, nobody's black and white. Like ev- there's always yeah. aspects to people and like bad characteristics that they have to change away from for some reason. Um, but yeah, like it, a lot of political figures and important people I would say are probably the same way.
0: Yeah. And, and think about like, just as a personal aspect of that it is like the times in life, where I feel like you can relate to this as well. It's like the times in life where I feel most confident and I portray like the highest level of confidence in this air about myself, I'm faking it, man. You know? Right. It's, it's like, it's like these guys are going to think that I think this way because I act like it. And I, I put on a little bit of a show that I'm confident in my decision. And a lot of times I'm not, I just know that this is what should happen. So If I want people to think that I'm confident, I'll pretend that I am. It's like that whole fake it till you make it situation.
1: And, um, but you do, you can't not be able to do that though. Like you have to be able to Mm -hmm. do that to be successful. I feel, you know what I mean?
0: Right, right. Well, especially if you're leading people and the decisions that you make affect people to a higher degree, you don't want them to, to feel like you're doubting yourself, you know? And, right. and i think that that's what what a lot of these men that find themselves in very powerful positions do to to a degree that is it's disconcerting to think about
1: yeah no that it i just found it yeah like it's interesting um that don't think that like I I don't know. I guess the point with that is don't like worship any other person as like a guy, like some kind of God who's like always been a good person. And like, there's no events that force them to act in a good way towards other people. Cause a lot of times there's a backstory where they couldn't have done the other thing, you know, so I think it's a point to human psychology and Yeah. And
0: so, sometimes you need to take that as face value. It's like sometimes people do bad things for good reasons. And sometimes people weigh the costs and the options that they have. And it's like, I don't know, like a, a lot a lot of the reason that these men have found success is because they crossed a couple skulls to get there. So, sometimes you need to be a bit of a wrecking ball and you need to be a bit of a steamroller and people get hurt along the way. N- nobody has become a successful man Without without other people getting dropped down a couple pegs because of their success,
1: I guess that just reminded me. Relating to that, I listened to um that John Bernthal podcast on Joe Rogan. That yeah. was an interesting, uh, awesome one. But dude, there's just there's something about actors, though. Like when he was talking about Shia LaBeouf, where it's like I I just I don't know. Like just yeah. say say that you're boys with him, and that's why you had him on the podcast, and he fucked up, and now you're in a shitty situ- situation. Like, don't. Right. There's no. Like he was trying to tie in some. He's like, well, I did it because it's important that he has a voice, so other people know, like, to correct their own wrongs. So I'm like, that's not what happened.
0: <laughs> no, right.
1: Yep. That that dude is a menace. <laughs> Everybody knows it. You were probably friends with him 20 years ago. You had him on your show, and now you're like, fuck. <laughs>
0: And, and and everything that he says to justify that decision has been so carefully rehearsed and, right. and has been coached <laughs> by other people. It's, it's not... <laughs> but but it's like, I would almost respect him more if he was that honest about it. If he was like, you know what? Me and Shia LaBeouf are boys. He fucked up, but... I, I, I think a lot of guys can relate to this. I saw like a stand-up act the other day where it was like, it's so hard to make new friends as a grown man because there's not any roster spots available. He was like, nobody ever, like, kicks guys out of their friend group. Like, they could be the worst dude in the world, and we'll still have them around. And he's like, That's like true. I could have, like, I'll be at, I'll be at like, a, like, a house party. I'll have my friends over. My girlfriend will be like, Derek needs to leave. <laughs> like, he destroyed <laughs> everything. Like, whatever, did the worst thing. He's like, yeah, no, I, I know. I get you. But, like, wait till he says the Borat voice. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I violate my parole. Right. He's like, Yo, he, he did it. He said it.
1: <laughs> you, that's just, yeah, that's a life thing. Like, if you don't have the dude who can do the
0: Borat impression, who everybody hates, like, yeah. Shitty bra- friend group. <laughs> He's like, you could be the worst dude in the world, but if we go out and you say, Two funny things, you're gonna be my friend for life. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, honey, I know Derek sucks, but like wait. He'll do the Borat voice. (laughs) That's so
1: funny. It's true though. Dude, that movie still makes me just crack up so it's like the first Borat movie is
0: so fucking funny. King in the castle. Look at me. I have a chair. King of the <laughs> castle. <laughs> Dude, and the be- I think the best
1: part of that is when he goes to like that manners class. Oh yeah. And like <laughs> shits in the bag. Like that's so. Fun. It to the table. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, I so what is that real? Like, are the people that are around him they're not in on it? Like he's no. That's well, I no. think that's the the most
1: interesting part of the movie is that he is getting like as crazy as he can go and the people around him are crazier than him, but they're just (laughs) doing what they do. Like
0: the end scene where it's him and the fat guy naked chasing each other (laughs) through the (laughs) business conference. (laughs) (laughs) It's so over the top that it's one of the funniest things ever. Did you watch the second one? Yeah, I, I don't know. It wasn't this good. But. Mid, right? One thing that I thought was funny about the second one is um, they did this, they went to this, like, county fair or whatever, and they were interviewing people. It's not, like, a little bit weirdly political, don't, don't you think? Like...
1: Okay, that that's my issue is if anyone has relinquished their ability to hold any kind of political stance or moral stance, it's Sasha Barakoen. Like you right. don't you don't get you don't get to have a moral high ground after the movie. We all saw it. We all, we all we <laughs> saw all what saw, you did. We all saw what you did. It was funny. <laughs> You don't get to come back from that. (laughs) You don't get to be woke, man. Yeah, we saw you wrestle a fat dude
0: in your underwear at a business conference. Right. But one thing that I spotted uh, as I watched the second Borat was one of the dudes at that fair that they were talking to the most was hitting a... uh, He had a shirt on that was like Waddington sport fishing or something. And I don't know if you know it off the top of your head, but we're pretty familiar with Waddington, New York. There's a certain cabin mansion on the water up there. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize <laughs> that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw that in the movie. I was like, yo, <laughs> yeah. I hit like the lead Leonardo oh DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like with the beard. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I know.
1: <laughs> so that
0: so please. Lake George, New York. One of my uh, two different places that breed very similar people.
1: Yeah, one of my relatives at a family Christmas party I was at recently was talking about waking up um, in a motel in um, where were you staying up there? Messina, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he was—I forget the name of it—but I was like, I know exactly where that. Where <laughs> like everybody yeah, just dude. ends up in those
0: towns for just terrible. <laughs> You got to spend some time up there. Uh, okay. One thing, do you do you ever watch Danny Mullen on YouTube? Um, no. So like, he just does these like pranks and stuff, and he's like a pretty degenerate character. But he's got this dude that he hangs around with that's a recurring character on his shows and stuff. They call him Fan Jerry because he used to be a fan. And okay. our our buddy that lives up there. In, in Plattsburgh, like, shay in New York, he yeah. said that he was out, and he ran into him, and the guy was, because really? our buddy was was wearing one of the, like, the Happy Dad hats, uh, and the guy called him over to his table in the bar and was like, look, like, Kyle Forgard follows me on Instagram, I'm in videos with like <laughs> Danny because he was around chicks, and he was trying to, like, flex the fact that Some girl's like, who is Kyle Forrest Kyle? (laughs) Right, right. Because nobody gives a fuck, man. Yeah, nobody cares. (laughs) It it was funny to hear that, because I know exactly who that guy is, and I would have recognized him without him pointing that out, but it's funny to hear, like, how those dudes act in real life. Right. Shamelessly riding the coattails of other men. Yeah. (laughs) Some shit I would never do, low-key, like. Look, Will O'Neill follows me on Instagram. I used to know I'm in college. All yeah. Right. I,
1: <laughs> you can't be what getting... You yeah. Don't get the, the following thing out. <laughs> Never, ever. <laughs> I'm not pulling up my Instagram. I'll just start making stuff up. I'll say that celebrities that don't follow me, follow me on Instagram. It won't be that hard yeah. for me to make those accounts and just... <laughs> <laughs> right. And... Tom Tom Brady follows me. They're like, "What is he like in real life?" I'm Mm. like, "Oh, Mm. loves cigarettes." (laughs) 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 Nobody will tell you that. They're like, "That is shocking." Yeah, he loves. Like, if you've ever met someone that loves cocaine, not like Tom. (laughs) Mm -mm. Not like Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been seeing the pictures floating around that he just recently posted with his son? he's gotta be that's gotta be a troll right at this point like the one where it's he's him
0: sitting on his lap like with his kid—is so bad oh my god dude he's got a 13 year old kid it's like i saw people were tweeting about it. he's like this guy's about to get this kid is about to get his learner's permit and he's sitting right. his dad's cock by the pool <laughs> well
1: he knows he knows when he sends that out that every adult man
0: in america is gonna see that and be like ah <laughs> damn it Dudes that have like Tom Brady jerseys right. and they're huge fans are watching that. Sack. Come on, man. Like thinking the best way that they can defend him. <laughs> like the Kanye situation. Like he made graduation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never resonated with a song harder than when we were graduating from college and we were playing that all day. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Danger. You got D's, motherfucker. D's. <laughs> Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> dude talk about uh, that guy
1: who's had a run like goddamn! Cool.
0: I heard he was missing I yeah did you hear that no but honestly. yeah <laughs> so he's just odd the grid I, I would like to see if he's been found I, I did recently like a couple weeks ago saw that he's been gone and his PR team doesn't know where he is well I mean a few dudes must have had a board meeting him
1: and tate yeah well wiped off there's some things that you can't say yeah i and had to turn my phone off like i saw a news article and it was like greta thunberg bodies andrew tate on Twitter, talking... <laughs> and i was like that's, no more no more phone for today yeah no, crack to open get... <laughs> i'll crack open a nice book <laughs> I don't need to be involved in that. How did she um, bo- gonna... body it? Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh!
0: yeah. I'm gonna lock myself in a dark room and read the Bible. All right. Yeah. And then the Quran. People Red get too, people do do get too involved in situations like that. That's
1: a crazy influencer, though. The climate change oh, kid. God, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dude i hope i hope she i mean she's gonna get wild you know like because everyone has oh, that just yeah. that justin bieber phase like when he just yeah. fucking in was just threw it all away pissed, <laughs> pissed in the mop bucket got right. banned from canada or some shit yeah because <laughs> <laughs> people forget like that's gonna be someone turning like 17 years old with like ken mill in the bank and oh, connection
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right greta thunberg <laughs> wardrobe malfunction on Martha's yeah. Vineyard. <laughs> Dude, um, when, I, so you ever been to, you've been to Martha's Vineyard, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the Obamas frequent Martha's Vineyard a lot. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, like late high school, like 2017, 2018, I had a friend whose family had a house on Martha's Vineyard. So she would spend her summers there alone in the house and like work and live on Martha's Vineyard. And she personally met, the the daughters, like Sasha and Malaya and she said that they were getting loose just like everybody else, like like smoking weed on the beach and shit, but they had security around them. So yeah. it's like it's that's such a weird vibe to be so famous through no fault of your own and like unable to be normal and then when you try to be it's such a problem for people around like you like what, she didn't wasn't there a clip of one of them like smoking a joint at a party or something and it like fucked Obama and it's like we've all been there bro yeah why do you care it doesn't matter does it really matter that obama's daughter was having a good time
1: i feel like that's a good way to just like divide the political spectrum like left or right like it doesn't really matter it really gets down to like do you care that obama's (laughs) daughter is smoking a j, or do you not (laughs) right (laughs) right (laughs) like if you if you are genuinely upset by that then like me and you are just on different
0: levels yeah (laughs) but but there are levels of that too like i think it's fair that joe biden is criticized over hunter biden's actions yeah well that is oh that dude had a run yeah that was another good you've seen the pictures of him bro a bad guy yeah bubble bath crack pipe
1: Correct. Oh, well, dude! The thing—it's funny to hear all the people freak out about, like, all the old people freak out and they're like, "Why would he like videotape literally everything that he did?" And I'm like, "Well, that's kind of what everybody does now. Like, it's the same as I kind of do bar. that." Like, yeah, like, right. <laughs> it's. I Just saw a picture from the other multinational day. oil company in the Ukraine, like, probably not going right. to go in today. Right. <laughs> Got a pretty fun day planned out in this motel. <laughs>
0: i saw a a picture and it was like some like cnn news station like a ton of these gigantic 4k cameras and it was like hunter biden every time he's ordering cocaine and hookers (laughs) (laughs) it's just every camera angle possible
1: Dude, it is crazy that he just, like, this all started because he forgot his laptop. Like, he right. lost it. Imagine oh him God. on the plane ride back, and he's, like, looking through his bag. He's, like, looking through his oh. bag. He's like, he's, through his bag he's, like, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, the dude he's with, he's, like, bro. He's, like, I'm sure there's nothing. Like, you didn't do anything, like, bad, bad on it, right? He's, like, nah. Like, I just... Can you call the hotel though? Like <laughs> he's in
0: the plain bathroom, like staring at himself yeah. in the mirror. Like, yeah. <laughs> but... oh shit! <laughs> yeah, but um, ringing in the new year, I'm excited to see what 2023 bang- brings. You got any major resolutions? Any huge goals for the year? Get more jacked. Make more money. Same. I think every dude should feel the same way. I would love yeah. to see this podcast blow up. Absolutely, going to the moon. We'll get some. We'll get some real interesting guests on. Uh, like we always say, feel free to reach out with any criticism and uh, comments, concerns, things you'd care to deal with. It's always been great talking. <laughs> Sunday porch pod guys
1: get bodied by Greta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got us too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but, yeah. All right. Good to see you. We'll wrap things up, and, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Stay safe out there, everybody. There's bad guys. Bad guys everywhere. Peace.